I've been doing a series of episodes analyzing speeches given by world leaders at the United Nations General Assembly this September. I have an episode about the historic speech given by Colombia's first ever left-wing president, Gustavo Petro. I have another episode about the fiery, powerful speech given by the new leftist president of Honduras, Samara Castro, after 13 years of a U.S.-backed coup regime. And in this part, I'm going to be analyzing what is probably the most revolutionary speech given at the United Nations General Assembly this year. That is from the foreign minister of Nicaragua, Denis Moncada, representing the Sandinista government. In this speech, Nicaragua's foreign minister called for a global rebellion against the imperialist and capitalist system, which he said is bleeding the world dry. And he condemned Western imperialism for politicizing, falsifying, and denigrating human rights, which they themselves violate and deny every day. It was extremely powerful. Nicaragua's Sandinista government also repeatedly called for creating a multipolar world. And in fact, Moncada concluded his speech saying, quote, a better, just, multipolar world is already being built, and we are here to keep creating it and to defend it. Now, it's certainly not like a contest or anything. There were many interesting, brilliant speeches given this year. But in terms of the most revolutionary speech, I think we should really just look briefly at some of the main points made by Moncada. I'm just going to read. I, I myself translated his speech into English. I have it published over at multipolarista.com. I'll link to the article in the description below. In, in the speech, Moncada said, It is time to say enough and to rebel and keep rebelling against the innate evil of capitalism that suffocates the majority and brutally enriches a few. It is time to transcend the egoism that kills, that murders millions of human beings in the world who are subjected to the cruelty of poverty and extreme poverty by the barbarous instincts of the beasts, the great powers that seek to continue and perpetuate their dominion at the expense of hunger, lack of health, destruction of the climate, ignorance, war. So th this is another example of a speech that's it's almost poetic. I, I talked about the speech from Gustavo Petro, the first ever left-wing president of Colombia. This speech is even more militant and explicitly revolutionary in its rhetoric, but it's also very poetic. It, it's, it's a really incredible example of, of a speech. I mean, you know, if you compare this to the boring a boilerplate speech is given by Western leaders. I mean, it's just night and day. Here, Moncada, the, the Nicaraguan foreign minister, continued. It is time to keep rejecting the criminal blockades, the aggressions of so-called sanctions, which are illegal, arbitrary, illicit, which clearly show the perversion of the imperialist and capitalist system and model that continue punishing and bleeding the world dry, while organizations that should defend it just watch, doing nothing. So here, Nicaragua is condemning the United States' illegal sanctions. The U.S. not only has sanctions on Cuba and Venezuela, the U.S. also has illegal sanctions on Nicaragua, 
trying to punish Nicaragua, trying to overthrow the leftist Sandinista government of Nicaragua. In 2018, the United States spent millions of dollars backing a very bloody, brutal coup attempt, trying to violently overthrow the democratically elected Sandinista government of President Daniel Ortega in Nicaragua. Hundreds of people were killed. It was very brutal. It was similar to the U.S.-backed violent coup attempt in Venezuela the year before in 2017. They used the same tactics in, in Nicaragua. They had these violent barricades that they called tranques. In Venezuela the year before, they had violent barricades called guarimbas. They were the same tactics out of the CIA playbook. And in 2019, a year after the failed coup attempt in Nicaragua, there was a very similar coup in Bolivia. And unfortunately, that coup succeeded and overthrew the democratically elected socialist president Evo Morales. So when, when the coup failed in 2018, the U.S. responded by imposing many rounds of sanctions and a de facto financial blockade on Nicaragua. So here, the foreign minister is condemning these, these, these sanctions, which are illegal according to international law. And he says that these sanctions expose the crimes of the imperialist and capitalist system which is bleeding the world dry. And then he kind of has a subtle criticism of the United Nations itself. He's saying that, that organizations like the United Nations that are supposed to defend the international law-based order, they're just sitting by and watching and doing nothing while the U.S. tries to organize these coups and wages war around the world. So then he continues in this speech and he says, it is time to make important the principle of the sovereign equality of states in all international organization, in organizations and fora so that the multipolar and non-aligned world that we have so yearned for can be reality, can be strengthened, can grow and include all of us. So here he, he once again calls for a multipolar world and also a non-aligned world, which is a reference to the non-aligned movement which Nicaragua is part of. And then he says he has a call to make the world of dialogue and peace, of justice and solidarity, brotherhood and goodwill. He, he also talks about how Nicaragua over centuries has expelled foreign invaders and conquerors. And here we see again extremely revolutionary rhetoric, talking about how the the heroic sovereign people of Nicaragua have confronted through the centuries the colonial and imperial avarice and greed that from Europe and the north of this wounded continent, he's of course referring to North America, they have shown no mercy attacking, intervening, invading, occupying our sacred lands. The U.S. military has invaded and occupied Nicaragua multiple times going back to the 1800s and in fact, the Sandinista movement itself is named after Augusto Sandino, who was a revolutionary anti-imperialist general who created a guerrilla army of revolutionaries to fight the U.S. military occupation in Nicaragua from 1927 to 1933. The, the U.S. Navy was occupying Nicaragua as basically a colony. So Sandino created a guerrilla army to resist them. And by the way, the socialists and communists from across Latin America traveled to Nicaragua to join this international struggle against U.S. imperialism. And by the way, that included Fernando Martí, 
who was the El Salvadorian leader of the Communist Party, and he became the namesake the, who inspired the FMLN, not the, the FSLN is the Sandinista Front. But in neighboring El Salvador, there was also a revolutionary struggle in the 1980s, and that was that led by the FMLN, which is the Faramundo Martí Liberation, National Liberation Front, which was allied with the Sandinistas, and they were never able to take power. The U.S. spent many millions of dollars, spending over one million dollars per day, which today would in and with inflation would be ten million dollars per day, arming and training this brutal just far-right regime to murder the leftist revolutionaries in El Salvador. The point is that there's this long history of struggle in Central America, going back over 100 years, of struggle against U.S. imperialism. So when the foreign minister, Denis Moncada, talks about this in, in the United Nations, I mean, this is something that is very deep in the political and historical conscience of Nicaragua and Central America. And he says, the invaders have left Nicaragua, expelled and defeated by the bravery of Nicaraguan patriotism. And here, listen to this, this, this rhetoric. I mean, if you compare this speech to the boring, just boilerplate buzzwords of diplomats from Western countries, I mean, it's night and day. Listen to this rhetoric. It's how powerful it is. Quote, the assault, the robbery, the ignoble and abominable plunder, the larceny and genocides unleashed by the colonialists and imperialists of earth, those are the true crimes, those are the true criminals against humanity. And then finally, he concluded his speech with the Nicaragua Sandinista government sending its solidarity to its allies in the anti-imperialist struggle, including Venezuela, Cuba, they said the noble and historic battles of the Palestinian people. Nicaragua has always shown its support for the Palestinian liberation struggle. In fact, during the, the Sandinista struggle in the 1970s, during the armed struggle, the Sandinistas and Palestinian revolutionaries from the PFLP, Palestinian communists, they trained together. And then after the victory of the Sandinista revolution in 1979, Palestinian revolutionaries traveled to Nicaragua to train with the Sandinistas. So, so Nicaragua shows its solidarity with Venezuela, Cuba, Palestine, with the Islamic Revolution of Iran. Iran has become an important ally. And also with Russia. And Nicaragua sent its solidarity to the Russian Federation in its ongoing battle against fascism. They refer to it as a battle against fascism. And Nicaragua also sent its solidarity to China. Nicaragua's Sandinista government sent its, quote, Embrace of solidarity with the admirable resistance and just development of the People's Republic of China and in a jab to in a jab against the US Nicaragua point, pointed out that the People's Republic of China causes such discomfort concern and envy for the enemies of the common good so saying that that you know the US is actually jealous of China and then finally, Nicaragua concluded saying it's solid, refer, referring its solidarity as well with Syria, Belarus, and with the Sahrawi struggle in Western Sahara, which is occupied in, in, by Morocco, the reactionary monarchy of Morocco backed by Western imperialism, and the struggle of the people of Western Sahara, of the Sahrawi, which is also a revolutionary socialist struggle against imperialism. 
And a lot of leftist governments in Latin America have been building solidarity with the Sahrawi struggle. And then finally, with overall, with Nicaragua, the Sandinistas sent their, their solidarity to the peoples of Asia, Africa, and our America and the Caribbean. So a very powerful revolutionary speech. Of course, you're never going to see this mentioned in English language media, especially corporate media, which is all just ridiculous propaganda, which, by the way, is why Nicaragua Sandinista government blocked the signal of CNN in Espanol. CNN has been blocked. Uh, the people of Nicaragua can no longer be brainwashed by the ridiculous propaganda of the CIA noise network. So lots of interesting things happening in Nicaragua, the revolutionary Sandinista government. Unfortunately, they get very little to no coverage in media, even in alternative media in English. And of course, when there is media coverage of Nicaragua, it is just insane, nonstop propaganda, fake news and lies trying to demonize the Sandinista government because the U.S., has been waging war on the Sandinistas for over 40 years since they came to power in 1979. And the U.S. imperialist war on the Sandinistas continues today. The Sandinistas, they did lose power after a decade of a U.S.-backed terrorist war with the Contra death squads and the U.S. sanctions and blockade in Nicaragua in the 1980s. They lost power in 1990, but the Sandinistas, they came back to, to power through democratic elections in 2007. And they've been, well, the election was in 2006. They came to power in 2007. And the Sandinistas have been governing Nicaragua through democratic elections since 2007. They have popular support. President Ortega has around 70% support, according to mo the most recent polls from the, the mainstream polling firm MAR Consultores. So the Sandinista revolution continues on in, in this, the new second phase. And it's building solidarity with other countries in Latin America, certainly with Venezuela, Cuba, and Bolivia. It's also building solidarity with the Eurasian powers of China, Russia, and Iran, and continuing to move forward. And I will always be reporting on, on that struggle. That's what I do here at Multipolarista. A huge part of my reporting is dedicated to showing the links, the growing links in this new multipolar world between the revolutionary leftist struggles in Latin America and the anti-imperialist forces in Eurasia. So I will continue be I will continue doing this work from now on. Uh, definitely check check back soon, and I'm going to have more reporting on other speeches given at the United Nations, including I'm going to be analyzing the powerful speech given by Bolivia's president of the Movement Towards Socialism Party, Luis Arce. He's a socialist economist who worked. He was the the Ministry of Finance under uh, Evo Morales, and he gave this powerful speech about the decline and crisis in the world and the global capitalist system. And I'm going to be looking at the speech from Venezuela and others. So definitely come back soon. I'll see you next time.